Welcome to the Wise Wolf Gold and Crypto Show. I'm your host, Tony Arterburn. It is <laughs> the 13th of October, Wednesday, 2021. I've got my co-host uh, via StreamYard on the line, ready to go, ready to talk to all of our listeners on WWCR and, of course, all the technocratic control platforms. Kinsey is here. Welcome to the show, Kinsey. Welcome back once again. Appreciate you being here. Of course. We've also got Beans the Brave uh, in studio. Uh, I had some security upgrades at the shop today. Got some new cameras in. Uh, happy about that. Just kind of preparing for... Uh, that economic recovery we're all going to get. Uh, Kenzie and I will talk about that today. I keep reading all these news headlines, people talking about uh, what could postpone the recovery. We could have a, I could see the recovery in the future. It's going to be a little slower without the the quantitative easing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because we'll we'll dive into that and, and and more clown world headlines. I mean, who said the apocalypse wasn't going to be funny? I mean, some of these financial experts, Kenzie. You know what I'm glad that I'm not? I'm glad that I'm not an economist because I just <laughs> I just saw a figure that the majority of economists around the globe supported lockdowns. So let me get this straight. You will lock down an economy that's based off production and then you think that somehow that's going to be prosperous. And they're still doing this today. We see with the supply chains, we're going to talk about you have some... Uh, I read the email you sent me on uh, Evergrande or Evergrande mm -hmm. or whatever it is. Either uh, one how, works. However you pronounce it, I, I saw what you what you sent, and uh, that's just, I think that's we we did this like four shows ago, talking about could Evergrande be the next Lehman? It's bigger than that. Uh, mm -hmm. I think you and I have established that. But all these headlines they have, especially from the mainstream. Every once in a while, you'll get a nugget that's like, oh, that's really cool. You had a moment of clarity and then they just go right back to being shills for whatever mega corporation mm -hmm. pays them. But it's funny because they all have a thing in common. They all talk about recovery. And I'd hate to be a pessimist here. Oh, go <laughs> but, ahead. <laughs> but again, um, how do you have a recovery? How, people ask me all the time when they come into the shop. And they're buying gold. I see a lot more people, you know, even the smaller purchases. And by the way, folks, no purchase is too small. I have people call me like, I only have $100. Can I buy some silver? Of course you can. I don't care if you have $5. I'll find a silver quarter for you. Uh, this shop is for the people. We're not, we're not mm -hmm. going to uh, turn our nose up at anybody. But people ask me all the time. They say, um, how do you know for sure that there's going to be an economic collapse? And I'm like, <laughs> because... Economies are based off of production and what you make, right? They're based off of movement. They're based off of like currencies or currents, right? Like an electric current. And they're shutting down all these pathways for regular people to become uh, productive, like to, to contribute, like with the other, whether it's a job because of a mandate or whether it's travel or whether it's a restriction about opening, like you can't. You can't simultaneously have an economy that's healthy and nobody and then and then only multinationals producing. Right. It, and they're not even producing. So, again, I'm very pessimistic. What, what are your thoughts before we jump, jump into some of these articles? Am, am I losing my mind or is it, it just oh, no. being on? I'm an, I'm an outlier just looking at the, 
look, every, I see there's the word of recovery and time frame is in all of these articles. And I don't know what they're, why don't they get with the program? What's up? What, what, are they, are they miss? Are, am I missing something or are they? I mean, as speaking on an economist and people that talk to us on the TVs or other larger radio platforms than where we are, um, Tony, I would say it's pretty easy to get someone to say anything. A lot of people, they just need an extra comma in their bank account. And it's easy to go with whatever narrative they they hand over. Yeah. I mean, most of it truly is scripted. You guys have seen those. Um, I love these clips. And there's always new ones. It's It's new and old of everywhere from your local news up to CNN will have the exact same script for the day. Uh, so there it is. And then to sum up everything that you said, Jim Chambers said it perfectly at the start of the show. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. I knew from day one that that was going to catch on. And I love how we can use that uh, as our it, little code. It really does sum up everything, right? Like something. Let's you, go, Brandon. Or, or, or mostly peaceful protests, you know, like with the, with the city on fire in the background. There you go. That's what's happening, folks, with your financial news. Now, they're never going to let a tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist like myself uh, that's in gold and silver be on a major network. Maybe maybe I'll slip through the cracks. Maybe it'll be an accident <laughs> because I'd love to call this stuff out. I mean, the average American, the average person in Western civilization doesn't know that there's a freight train coming our way. Like you think it's a light at the end of the tunnel, right? Mm -hmm. But we've never done this before. Like no one's ever done a controlled demolition of an economy before. Like this isn't, and I, we've been covering this for, you know, what, since President Trump signed the executive order to lock things down on March 13th, 2020, when he financially incentivized all of this. We haven't ever seen anything like that before. So we've been covering it and I'm looking at these headlines like, okay, so First of all, you see at the beginning of this year, I'll kind of start there. There was a big run on silver. We mm -hmm. all watched it. My phone blew up. Everybody was talking about it. The, all, the Reddit Raider guys and everybody, you know, the, they were going to push the price of silver to its actual value by making the supply chain uh, slow down by squeezing the supply. So everybody went out. There's a lot of people that bought SLV. Unfortunately, it doesn't do anything. But there are some people that got, you know, got with the program and bought physical silver. The clown show part of it was that when the elites and the banking institutions realized that silver was going to be driven up, they sold 1.5 times the annual supply of silver bullion contracts in one day to mm -hmm. lower the price, right? That started off 2021. Now, we're, we, the price is driven down to the bottom, but you're starting to see headlines like this as zero hedge. Bitcoin and bullion bounce as bonds signal Fed faux pas as imminent. <laughs> Do you think a Fed faux pas is in imminent, Kinsey? <laughs> Do you, Do you trust the anymore. Fed? Do you trust? Do you trust Jerome Powell? Definitely you not. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I told you. I think I woke up in a new dimension. We've all been launched somewhere else, and you just have to enjoy the ride. <laughs> I, I, I'm with you on that. I, I'm trying to prepare. Uh, as best that I can and talk to my customers and, and the, our listeners about what's happening. But when you look, and this is one of the quotes, it would be greatly disappointing to see the central bank not only not stick the landing, but in fact, stumble in a way that injures the recovery. Again, here's this word. There's no recovery. I'm highlighting it. 
the, the only way that you could have a recovery, and again, I'm glad I'm not an economist because the majority of, co- of economists agree to shut economies down, okay? But the only way you'd have it right is everybody said right now, go back to work, open up, stop. We just forget about it, right? But they're not going to do that. They're pressing harder because the majority of people in this country and Western civilization have it good for a long, long time. They don't really, like our ancestors built this. Mm-hmm. You know, they built these supply chains. They built they built this economy. They built it. And now you have people that think it just appears, you know, mm-hmm. like money just happens. That's why the 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 magic, the modern uh, monetary theory is what David Knight calls the magic money tree. You know, they think that this, it happens. Money happens. You know, uh, the socialists believe you can just keep printing. What was the? <laughs> We didn't we didn't do a show last week because I had to go to the trading floor. But would they talk about m- minting a trillion dollar coin, a one ounce platinum coin to, to service the debt? <laughs> right. I thought it was yeah. I, I, I thought it was a joke. And I'm but cynical. it's not. But no, it's, it's, it's totally not. not. And, and it has have... been. Can I make a point here? Absolutely. Um, this has been brought up <laughs> in the past as far as minting uh coins like that the difference this time tony is that in the past if they wanted to do that they would have to introduce excess money into the economy right we would have to do some major printing at that point i think that the difference here is you've mentioned before that there are trillions of dollars sitting on the sidelines that we've printed because we can't inject it all into the economy at one time so in this scenario i would have said that that was totally possible this time to actually mint that coin because the money is already in existence. It wouldn't have to be pulled from anywhere and it wasn't being used. Um, so you could just burn it after that coin was made. That's crazy to think about. That's so crazy to think about. But it's it's true. It's real. It's scary. At this point, though, if they allowed that, I'm just going to say right now, if they allowed that, everyone listening to this broadcast, do me a favor. Go outside. Find yourself a rock from the ground. Sharpie on it whatever your amount of bill is due or send it into the IRS and that's your payment. You just minted uh, money out of nothing. That's, that's yeah, kind of like, what they want to do. It's like dumb and dumber. Yeah. You, you know, in the movie dumb and dumber, they have the suitcase that he opens it up and it's supposed to be full of cash. And he says, those are IOUs. Those are better than money. <laughs> you know? And so that's, that's what we're seeing. I, I, again, I thought, I thought the headline and I'm cynical. And I do a show on gold. I do a radio show and talk about precious. I, I'm cynical. I do a, a show on gold and silver. I can't, I can't believe it. But you see, and, and again, some of these people are very smart. I, I'm not, I'm not digging on all these folks that are writing about recovery. I, I'm just making a point that you can't have a recovery on this trajectory. You can't simultaneously have a lockdown economy have millions of people out of work, fire people over their medical choices and expect things to get better. It's not going to happen, period. Mm -hmm. So we're living in two different worlds. Here's some of the other uh, quotes from this article, kind of some highlights. This is from Zero Hedge. A fifth straight month of high consumer price inflation suggests this is anything but transitory. (laughs) Yes. And traders are starting to bet that the Fed will have to act sooner Rather than later. See, the Fed has to act to fix the problems that it caused with more problems, right? So with more things that will cause more problems. I I don't know what to say. 
before we move, I, I have a couple of more other articles and, of course, uh, highlights on what happened with gold today. But let's talk about because we all know what, what, what the end of this, uh, the end result here on this article is. It's just talking about, you know, the, the, we're seeing a bounce in Bitcoin. We're seeing a bounce in bullion for, for whatever. I mean, I don't know why a major institution still don't see this. They don't. Fine. But they're moving over. So you see some move over into hard assets and then, of course, into Bitcoin. You were you had the, your notes on uh, Evergrande to talk about that. Yeah. Uh, talk about some of your research from the last week. Well, it's a little bit easier now that the mainstream media has decided to catch up. Um, but like you said, this this could end up being a really big problem. And all I wanted to highlight here is that it is confirmed that they missed their third payment. Um, I kind of knew that they would. I think most people following this knew that they would. And the interesting thing to this is you're continuing to miss payments. I mean, we really are looking at default at this point. And they have actually had companies come in, Tony, and they have been buying up debt. You've had banks buying up their debt. Um, portions of this company have been sold off. And it doesn't matter how much money flows in. They don't have enough to send it back out for what they owe. So this is just kind of a black hole. It's going to eat itself. This is going to hurt. China. I mean, just that one company, I think, was about 2% of their GDP. And you're having other real estate companies go down. There's $5 trillion, uh, in the property sector accounts for around a quarter of the Chinese economy. So is yeah, China overbuilt? Did they overbuild? Oh, well, I a mean, like we did? I think we know that because they have those um, cities where nobody lives in them. Um, kind of their money laundering schemes, the probably the same. And it probably uh, the Chinese might have outgrown themselves and in investing there. And now, you know, that's why you see little shacks in Toronto costing four million dollars. Uh, it's just a way to play with money. Another play, oh, another play on money is all that is. I mean, there's some illegal stuff going on, but nobody's ever going to talk about that. What What do you think on time frame here? Um as we reach the end of the year, what what do you think we'll see coming out of this this event? Uh, is is this going to be one of those things that just domino into other aspects of the global market? Yeah, I think it's going to be a, a slow downfall. I don't think that this will be very quick. The initial shock factor will set in, but you know we're in clown world hysteria. So as far as the rest of the world freaking out, they'll be told it's okay, be given a passy and some warm milk, and we'll all go back to sleep for a little bit. <laughs> um, but the other issue here is the power crisis that's going on all at the same time. While we're having issues getting goods out, I mean, we're looking at the perfect storm for a global economic issue. I, I from the largest countries to the smallest, this will impact all of them. Well, war game out this scenario with me. Mm -hmm. uh, you got, uh, we're, we're in October. Uh, what do you see by no November, December? And then how does this kick off? And then like, you know, where are we at the beginning of, of 2022? I think that right before Christmas is whenever the news will actually settle in. Maybe the mainstream media will actually pick up and be given the green light to let people know about how bad this is. But on my show, and I could be totally wrong. That's, a, that's definitely a possibility. I think that Christmas could end up being our breaking point because right about now is when most companies and consumers are starting to buy items for Christmas. Maybe not you, the consumer, but the company that you would go and shop at, say Walmart, Target, Amazon the third-party sellers over there. 
right now is the time to be gathering those goods and you are not going to get them to you very quickly. So as people have seen the ships, you know how loaded down the uh, cargo freight is just in general. This is the same with flights. It's getting more expensive. Um, gas prices, energy, just the energy sector in general is up an astronomical amount. So all of these goods just continue to get more expensive. You kind of see this avalanche starting, right? Like we started with this small snowball and this is going to avalanche over time. And the breaking point or the straw, on, the last straw on the camel's back really could end up being right before Christmas. It, it, there's just no way to move that. all of this stuff around and it gets more expensive as it goes. Well, this is an it, example, uh, you know, how intricate a an on-time delivery economy is. Well, yeah, actually, we work on a, a three-day system. And right, right now we're trying to work on a, oh, we're delayed over three-month system. <laughs> well, it's again, it's like... Um, this week, I bought like $900 of face value uh, silver quarters. Mm -hmm. Okay. So it's like $16,000, $17,000 worth of quarters, right? Mm -hmm. Silver quarters, pre-1965 stuff. If you go to the majors, like you go to JM Bullion or, or Atmex, I haven't checked Atmex today, but I know yesterday, th they're out of most of this. Yes. And I, like I go to the back office, the trading floor, and you know, I have people walk in here like, I want to get this. I want that. And you need to have it now. That's not how any of this works. And there's mm -hmm. a lot of the supply chain just in the metals market, but that's happening in food. It's happening in electronics. It's happening in microchips. It's happening e everywhere. Right. Yeah. And we're starting. That's why you, and, but the, the one thing that's been strange, right. That we've been covering and I'm kind of, kind of hinting, not giving again, I hate doing disclaimers because it sounds like an infomercial, but we're not giving investment advice. But like when you see something that's not, going with the trend that it should be going with like like oh, yeah. silver and gold should be way higher based off of the uh based off of the inflation that we're seeing you know yeah, and the not loss just, of purchasing power just to throw this out there to people it's not just inflation or where we would like to see it at i, I just get it because i know it'll protect me over time but they want this green future for you right how are you going to make these <laughs> it so, takes the precious metals green. They want it it, they have precious, a soylent grain future for you. There you go. And you got to have <laughs> you got to have precious metals to make any of this kind of stuff work. And especially yeah. silver, that's heading off to dumpsters. So with this energy sector that we're having skyrocketing prices in, China's cutting off power in places. We're talking about 20% in some areas that make your goods. We're also talking about the country that has the largest mining operations in the world. Ask yourself, where do it where where does the majority of not just my goods come from, but raw products, medications, the metal sector, not just gold and silver, but copper, aluminum, steel, all of this. And China right now, just to throw this out there to you guys, I would say not financial advice here either. But looking at the fact that there's a power shortage is equivalent of 20% in areas. And I think it's actually worse. That's just China being kind of nice, right? Trying to give you the soft info instead of the full story. Um, metals prices are going to have to go up. I mean, it's costing more to mine them. Or if the price doesn't go up, you have a bunch of mines that end up defaulting. They have debts that they can't pay off. They go under. There's less material out there. And that moves the price up. So either way, you're you're looking at that being a possibility. I mean, a huge possibility. 
Yeah, it's almost like you would see, like what you were discussing your war game scenario, like what the next uh, series of events are going to be. It's almost like you you would it would start with a a run uh, or at least a move towards hard assets, and then once like major institutional investors figure out that the supply chain for those metals are backed up and non-existent. Yes. Yes. Like that, that could be what kicks off a panic. Oh yeah. And there's IOUs in the precious metal sector as well. You, you can actually buy the IOUs from mines that are out there. So there's a guaranteed that's in loose quotes amount that is promised to you that you've prepaid for. But if that mine ends up going under, yeah, that gets passed to somebody else. But we're talking about big kinks in the supply chain here. Pharmaceuticals, especially, I just want to throw that out there. If there is a big hiccup here, I would say it's not a bad idea for folks out there. If it's possible to be able to get extra of whatever medication you have to take to stay alive, um, diabetics, people with heart issues. Right now is a really good time to take a step back and go, whoa, I need to focus on my health. What's in my fridge? Right. That's number one before taking a medication. But uh, if these kinks are large enough, if China has a big enough downfall, they're the number one producer in your pharmaceuticals. And, and people really need to think about that. What's that? Uh, the, uh, there's a joke from the 1980s that Ronald Reagan told. I'll see if I could do it justice. But it talked about a, a Soviet commissar visiting a potato farm uh, in the Soviet Union, inspecting it. And uh, he, he wanted to know what the crop yield was. And of course, that the commissar was always going and they check everything. They want to make sure that you're on time production, all this stuff. And <laughs> he said, what's the potato crop look like? And he said, uh, the guys, the farmer told the commissar, he says, well, the, it looks great, commissar. We could take the potatoes and we could stack them all the way to heaven, all the way to God. And uh, the commissar says, uh, in the Soviet Union, there is no God. He said, well, that's really good because there's no potatoes either. <laughs> I hope I did that justice. I, I'm pretty sure that's how it goes. I told that in a speech once, like years and years ago. But I was just thinking about that because that when you do central planning, like these communists mm -hmm. and Marxists and especially globalists, all the ists, right? Uh, they have destroyed because they have no idea what they've done. Like no, uh, in the intricacies. And I looked in the the chat, and Randall Henderson's right. He's talking about David Knight. Uh, always brings up uh, the eye pencil. Mm -hmm. uh, book and you know you talk about just how to where to get the wood from who to fashion the lead where the erasers come from how all this stuff to just make simple items is complicated and communists never seem to figure that out and then it's you know if you're especially the elite right the elite the people that run things and control our banking systems and our politics they don't really have to produce anything they're not really that smart they just inherited a lot of money most of the time yeah and uh they Look, they've just set us on a course. So all we're doing is telling people these people are wrong. This has never worked out in history. Um, I, I'll go further on my radio show. If you ever want to tune into the Art of Burn radio transmission, I'll talk a little bit further than I do on YouTube. But yeah, this is all a, a systematic uh, controlled uh, operation, right? To pick winners and losers. Unfortunately, they picked us, the people, as losers. And they're rewarding the multinationals for complying with this, all the things that they're doing economically. And I just, again, uh, you you're telling people about medicine, I think that's a great idea. 
this this goes along with what our message is. I what are you, you your last show? I did not catch that, but you have a show called Fringe Files on YouTube. Uh, are you any? Are you got also on Odyssey and some other places? But what was your last show about? Um, it. I don't know if that if you'd want me to necessarily talk <laughs> about it on the radio. I just saw the title. I wanted to know kind of. Can you give me a sanitized ballpark? You're on YouTube anyway. Yeah. Um. So as you guys look around, there's a lot of people. We'll just call it the juice. There's a lot of people out there getting the pharmaceutical lord's juice into them and over time it is going to feel as though that you are very alone in this kind of thing family friends it feels like the dominoes are falling but there's strength in you maintaining yourself and um there's strength in finding i kept saying solidity i'm not sure if that's like the right word to use uh just strength and, and solitude whatever i'm trying to say here I haven't had enough coffee today, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I just I saw the title of the show. I thought, well, that might be interesting. We can and, yeah. again, we'll we'll circle back to it. But it's just um, about having a strong mentality through everything that's going on today. The most important thing for you to have is is your mental thoughts together, your emotions held together. And I always tell people to just be like water. And that doesn't mean to sit back and do nothing. That's not exactly what I'm saying. Some people might confuse that. Just watch and listen and and move with the flow. That doesn't mean move with the direction that they want you to go. Just what would work best for you? Where do you need to be now? Yeah, I agreed. And it's uh, that's why I like to couple everything that we talk about with some common sense, wisdom, and, and some hope. Because if you're catching things early, you know, the hope is seeing what's going on with the airlines, the, the yeah. Amtrak that's joined them. These are powerful people. Those jobs cannot be replaced overnight. And that sent a message. If they can do it, you can do it. Yeah, I'm just for freedom. I, mm -hmm. I want people to be able to, to control their own destiny, have sovereignty over their own health. I, I'm just I'm for freedom because that's the only way we're going to get out of this. And when you talk about central planning and all the things that happened and all the, the horrible things and so many people have lost their livelihoods and their future, like it's it's like we had our future amputated, mm -hmm. like because I don't even know what's going to happen. It, I have I'm not even really planning <laughs> anymore. I just like, OK, I'm going to pay X bill. I still invest. I still do things. Mm -hmm. But I, I'm more of like, well, you know, it could all just blow up. You know, it could all just be. And I didn't. Ha always have that mentality. This is a new mentality for Tony. Yeah, like I just don't even. There's so many people that just give up and stop life. And that's the elite at the end of the day. That's what they want. They would like you to lay down and just surrender, I guess. And, and I don't like that. That's, that's not having a backbone there. There is a sense of pride and a ton of respect Every story that I hear of a father or a mother that has stepped away from a specific job because they didn't have the freedom over their own body, that is that is so encouraging. And you have you have gained so much respect from me. Um, just <laughs> this economy will not continue without these people. They need no. you. See, that's the thing. You are needed. There was the the lie about the essential and non-essential and um, not to go too deep into the rabbit hole, but this goes back to Plato's Republic. You know, mm -hmm. if you look at, if you read Plato's Republic, this was like the prototype 
for a tyranny state. I know that's ironic because it's called the Republic, but if you actually read it, it's about how to control the masses through manipulation and essential and non-essential is very akin to the myth of the metals. Go read Plato's Republic that they were going to classify uh, citizens by an imaginary designation that they thought that only the rulers could see, like whether you were a bronze, a silver, or a gold. This is true. Mm -hmm. This is something Plato theorized, right? Which is basically comrade Plato. You know, it's when I first took philosophy class when I got out of the army, I'm like, that just sounds like communism. Yes. <laughs> uh, and, and of course, the eugenicists and, and the controllers and the people at the World Economic Forum. Uh, did you happen to notice that the, isn't it the Southwest CEO? Isn't he part of the World Economic Forum? Did you see any research on that? Okay, I could not, I can't think of that right off the top of my head. I want to say yes, but I would need to go back and, and review that sort of stuff just to be. I just saw sure. a headline and I've yeah. seen, again, you know, you, you see, we're taking in so much information and I don't want to report anything wrong, but that sounds about right. So basically folks, the World Economic Forum is you go back to like two, 2017 when they had the their rollout for their campaign, which is all the richest people in the world at Davos. And they're like, okay, we're going to remake the world and make it more sustainable. Remember these words, sustainable. And uh, they said, well, you'll own nothing and you'll be happy, right? Because you're <laughs> right, you'll own nothing. And this is what, again, this is what I tell people: there, there are no the politics are gone. Like that doesn't matter. Uh, what matters is is us, the people. We're all in this together. Like if you're not a billionaire, guess what? You're probably on our side. Like you, if you're not up up in the upper echelon of the one percent of the one percent, that's who is putting out this message. And I mm -hmm. thought, wow, that kind of goes together. Like you get these CEOs, you get these multinational leaders, and they just say, "Oh, we'll fire everybody. We don't need. We're gonna we're gonna do automation, right? We'll do automation. Well, guess what? That's not again." You're not a genius and you're not God and you can't you can't control like what, you, what they think they can do central planning and control. This is the fallacy of the Soviet state. Yep. So I just I brought that up because I thought, you know, looking at this you know, taking a step back and saying, well, again, these are just more of our of our assertions and, and more of our research confirmed. And that's why I'm telling people, yeah, you're ahead of the ball if you're listening to programs like this or if you're if you're prepping a little bit or if you're just starting to be skeptical of the people that control the money supply and the people that work for them. That's a good that's a good start. So, uh, you know, again, uh, we're going to go. The last article I want to get to today is is the one that made me laugh the most in the last few days about um, a little bit about crypto. But before we get to that. And of course, we're going to do spot prices. Don't let me forget that. Have I forgotten anything so far, Kinsey? Uh, I don't think so. I did want to mention one thing. I thought it was really important. Um, so as far as going back to the energy sector, I was talking about this the other night. U.S. households will pay more to heat their homes this winter. A lot of us cannot afford that major jump. But there are some people, if you heat with propane or use propane, um, there's a chance that you're going to be paying 54% more this winter. So if you have the ability to do so, that's just another prep. It is expensive now, more expensive than it was. But if you have the ability to go get yourself some more tanks, I would probably go ahead and do that. That's or just fill idea. up now. Don't wait. Fill up now. That's a really, really good idea. We saw last this last winter, you know, with uh, with yes. Texas, and uh, I love that the 
the governor of Texas, Greg Abbott, you know, I, I don't know what to do. Uh, and I'm like, well, your grid's shutting down and the Department of Energy says you can't have any more and you should probably just ignore them and take care of your people. They don't know what yeah. to do. It's just all the all the stuff on green and how this all gets. Again, they try to centrally plan an economy. This is why you need to take care of yourself. It is nice when things work in your city smoothly, but Texas was a good point to look at and go, whoa, they can really mess up. Um, and that doesn't matter if it's green energy or the energy that you're used to. Um, Texas has should have a really nice grid and they failed on their, their backup power, not checking on generators for these areas, letting that stuff freeze over, collect water, rust. Um, not good. So doesn't matter what kind of power your state uses, have something for yourself. Um, yeah, and yeah, propane's already been going up a lot. I mean, just the energy sector in general, guys. I, I will keep hammering on about that because that's the cherry on top of all of this. I want to say hi to everybody in the chat. Of course, we're this is all the, the live viewers on the technocratic control platforms. We talked about Jim Chambers at the beginning of the show. Appreciate you being here. He says, let's go, Brandon. I, I like that chant. That's fun. Uh, of course, Randall Henderson's here. I appreciate you. Cody Stovall, Darth David, always a supporter. We really appreciate you very, very much. Uh, let's see. Matthew and Jessica Henry. I love Matthew. He's a, a great guy, great customer, and uh, always welcome here at the shop. Come see me again soon, buddy. Uh, we also have, let me see, I'm sure saying this right, Gone Racing. <laughs> let's, see what, let's see what Gone Racing said. They're trying to pass legislation in the next big bill. Let the, the let the IRS investigate all purchases over six hundred bucks. You are exactly right. Now, let's we have not discussed that as the uh, government's about to default on their debt. Right, <laughs> they want to look into us. <laughs> I was telling a, a customer today, we were counting out some some cash, and uh, he said, "How many of these are fake?" And I said, "Well, none of them that are, are fake here, but I've seen some fake some fake twenties uh, and." I remember when I was in the army, we had uh, one of the one of the soldiers started printing twenties on a on a color copier. I actually had to <laughs> escort him to his trial because he was uh, caught by the Secret Service. And um, I was thinking about that. And I was like, he went to jail, but the people who actually did counterfeiting on a on a scale that would like melt your mind, they get promoted. <laughs> Yeah, that's the government. Of course, they want to put a trillion dollars on a trillion dollar coin. But they but these are the same people. Obviously, this is where, you know, gone racing is absolutely right. These are the same people that want to monitor a six hundred dollar transaction. Yes. Okay. they want to control everything. Folks, this is everything that's going on right now. You know, and I'll break character. Look, I know I'm doing a, a gold and silver show, but this is about control. This mm -hmm. is about controlling every aspect of your life. And that blows up in their face because you're not going to have prosperity in a controlled economy. You're Never. not. You try to con when you try to limit people's freedom, limit their ability to be their best selves, uh, you get communism and communism is only held together by a totalitarian military state. And that doesn't last forever. What's the latest from the Soviet ruble? Do you want to save those? What's the what's the la what's the latest from worldwide communism? Well, it's it kind of morphed and became something else. But in my in my childhood, you know, that was the evil empire. Right. They're, they're gone. They broke into 16 pieces. 
Um, so it, it's not going to work out. So we have to endure this and weather this and uh, realize these people are psychopaths. And that's what psychopaths do. Right. Mm -hmm. Am I right about that, Kinsey? <laughs> oh, 100 <laughs> percent. OK, I'm glad I'm glad you I'm glad my co-host thinks that I'm right about my my predictions. But uh, OK, before we let's let's jump on one more article. And I appreciate everybody in the chat. I, I love my, I love our listeners and uh, the people that subscribe to the podcast. All right. So this was um, gold futures uh, ended a one month high as the dollar and bond yields fall after the inflation report. Gold futures gained 2% on Wednesday, prompting prices to post their highest finish in about a month as the U.S. dollar and bond yields weakened following a report on inflation in September. Uh, any thoughts on that, Kenzie? Is that kind of common sense? or? Uh, I would go with common sense. This is good to hear. People are like, oh, the world is unstable. Maybe I should get back into gold because for whatever reason, they jumped out. It's like, uh, all my flights are canceled, you know, hmm. Like, hmm. <laughs> I got all the products sitting off the coast of California. And he's, how come we can't make, what's, can we just throw some, why don't we just launch money at it? Let's see if anything happens if we launch money at it. I think it was the Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib. She just recently tweeted out like mint the coin already, you know, going to, to, to service oh my the goodness. debt. They're all the socialists. They really love. They love their fiat currency. It makes it all possible. So yeah, that was that was Market Watch. I'll put this up. They have um, they have some other. I mean, everything I bring up, you know, we we don't do hour long dives into it, but you guys can see with your own eyes what's happening. By the way, we'll yeah, do just connect the dots. I mean, you see all the central banks that are stocking up on gold. You see countries. Um, I threw in an old an older article today. It's from this year, but in January of 2021 so this year russia for first time holds more gold than u.s dollars and 583 billion dollar reserve uh, they actually hold more gold than that but that's just we're just talking about specific reserves here yeah. um it's a ton of gold it's <laughs> there's a reason for that and holding more of that than the u.s dollar says a lot i think that's a trend too and you and i have discussed oh, yes you know this is the record year of of gold orders for central banks like folks again watch what they do not what they say mm -hmm. watch what they do they buy gold they want you to have the crappy fiat currency they want to control you with the central bank digital currency right uh but watch what they do the the smart players uh the governments around the world the 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 central banks they're buying gold which has always been the plan by the way you go back to 1933 when FDR told the American people to turn their gold in, like all the gold coins, and he took gold from $20 an ounce to what, uh, over almost $30 an ounce, uh, they turned that gold and it went to the Bank of International Settlements in the Federal Reserve. Mm -hmm. That's where it went. Right? Didn't go to didn't go to the American people. It didn't didn't go to the American reserves. It went to a private central bank, and then of course to the Bank of all banks, the Bank of, of International Set Settlements in Basel, Switzerland. Um, let's talk before we do spot prices real quick. One of the big stories of the last couple of weeks, and I'm really glad to see this, has been the uh, comeback of Bitcoin and Ethereum. And I wanted to get your thoughts, Kenzie, because right now Bitcoin's trading at 57,306 Luciferian Bankster notes. 
per Bitcoin. What um, what do you see driving that? There's all sorts of theories, um, and I I think it's just this natural ebb and flow of Bitcoin. Mm-hmm. Uh, is this the drive to 100k? Is this the is this are we going to see another dip and then I personally. A, I think that this bull run lasts longer if we get a nice dip. I was just looking at the chart last night. Actually, it seems set for a pullback, but it's Bitcoin, so don't count on it. This is why you and I do dollar cost average on buying small amounts over time. And then if there is a substantial dip, like I let you know, I got in on the lows of the last really big dip. I was honestly hoping it would go lower, Um, but still I got in at the bottoms of those and now I'm, I'm, I'm very happy. I mean, right. a lot of people don't. There's some people that are all crypto or only gold and silver. And a lot of people, I'm, this is going to tick some folks off out there. But <laughs> that's, that's why I was put in this world, I guess. <laughs> a lot of people stay away from crypto because they believe that it is all the mark of the beast. I understand what you were saying. I follow that as well. I am a religious person. But what bitcoin is now and not just bitcoin i'm i'm not even a uh, i'm not bitcoin is probably the smallest thing i'm invested in guys um uh, personally i like ethereum and the use cases for erc20 tokens that are out there uh this is not the mark of the beast though because it's not being forced upon you now whenever the fed comes in or a global entity comes in and they say hey we've made this digital asset you need to be juiced up with our pharmaceutical stuff. You need to carry this card. We need to load you up into this uh, transient human being <laughs> mixed with cyborgs. Yes, that day is coming. I can guarantee that. But as of right now with crypto, that's not what this is. And so many people have stayed away from it just because of that. It's just another way to be diversified. And right now that is performing far better than my gold and silver holdings, which I've actually been stocking up on longer. I've been purchasing that longer than I have uh, crypto assets. I think Tony knows that, not sure, but I actually got into gold and silver first um, and crypto later. And anytime that I've made really nice profits on that, that's something to, I will sell for gold and silver. I'll also sell for other preps that I might need or something that I need for my business and buy back in whenever it's slower. That's just the flow of things. There's a, a I want to have this author on soon. There's a there's a book by a, I believe a pastor called Thank God for Bitcoin, and I'm about halfway through it. It's on one of my uh, one of my books, <laughs> my many books that I'm trying to read. This is what happens when you're ADD and a radio host. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I happen to agree. Uh, it's not the mark of the beast. Um, I think digital currency will be, but this is not it. Bitcoin, yes. you, you know something by its enemies. I found a, a, a comment this week. It's kind of typical, but the one of the founders of Ethereum, I believe, I don't know the guy's name offhand. I we're on live radio, but uh, he was saying that um, that El Salvador's decision to make Bitcoin legal tender was really bad for people, like they shouldn't force it on them. On them, and I thought, I would they agree that it shouldn't be currency forced. on people. Yeah, yeah. in it. It's not just Bitcoin that they can use over there. You're going to laugh and roll your eyes at this, Tony, but I sent you the Shiba Inu news because <laughs> there are over 50 merchants in Venezuela that are accepting it, and that is growing. And this is actually better 
I would say this is better than Bitcoin for the Venezuelan economy. The reason being is it's far cheaper than Bitcoin is. But second, it's way cheaper to send it and it's way faster. Bitcoin processing times can be kind of slow. And uh, Shiba might be the, the perfect thing for countries that are dealing with this kind of yeah. stuff. Well, I'm at the point now in my life, I read books and comments on things like the gold standard. And I'm like, I don't even think governments should be in the, the business of currency. No, I do, we, we can make our own currency. By the way, if I want to know what my currency is worth, I can go to goldprice.org or I can go to wisewolf.gold and I can look at the real time spot price of my metals, my currencies. Right. Or I can go look at Bitcoin. I don't need them, which is mm -hmm. a, it's like uh, needing them for a marriage license. Like, I really don't need you. You know, why are you why are you involved in that? And I think that's why, you know, in the Constitution, it's Congress can coin only has can coin money. Right. And it has to be gold and silver. There was a reason. Right. Because when you start making all these um, and like Henry Ford said, if, if the people understood, you know, how how our banking system actually worked, there'd be a revolution by morning. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a crime like built into the systems. And again, I when people say. I'm looking at that comment and I'm like, well, they governments force us to use garbage currency. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just think you can accept anything. I'm for whatever currency. Like if you want to use Shiba and you like, that's fine. Just do it. <laughs> do it. That's fine. Um, go. Let's just talk about let's talk about gold and silver spot prices real quick. And then I'll hit this last uh, article. Uh, gold today at one thousand seven hundred and ninety two Luciferian Bankster notes, LBNs. 1,792 Federal Reserve notes per troy ounce. Uh, that is up $31.49. I think we we're close to 1,800 a day. I have to I have to go back and look at the chart. Uh, I had a couple of different uh, trades that I locked in, and lucky for you guys that called me at 8 a.m. because uh, you got to <laughs> you, you save some money. Uh, silver today 23.06. Luciferian Bankster notes. It's totally cheap. Uh, let's see if we can do uh, the <laughs> while you're looking at some. Let's see if I can get my calculator out. I didn't do the the ratio today, the gold to silver ratio. Can you pull that up for me, Kenzie? <laughs> I, I don't have my Maybe. calculator. My phone is terrible for this kind of stuff. But it's like, how many ounces of silver does it take? We'll just the, do the Jeopardy music while, while I'm getting this next article. I used to have, I'm so used to my, my oh, here I have a calculator. Let's just do this. The Jeopardy music is on. We've got 1792 divided by 23. It takes 77.91 ounces of silver to make one ounce of gold. And in the founding of this country, it was 15 to 1, 15. So Jeez. something is terribly wrong in the metals markets. Got a little bit of time left. Okay. So last story of the day, I think which is my favorite story, because these are always the ones that when I chuckle the most, that's when I'm like, I got to bring that up last. But it's it's in the vein of everything that we're talking about. This is the from the. Uh, this is the Guardian in the UK. Cryptocurrencies. Bitcoin could trigger a financial meltdown, warns Bank of England deputy. A senior Bank of England policymaker has warned that digital currencies such as Bitcoin could trigger a financial meltdown unless governments step forward with tough regulations. 
likening the growth of cryptocurrencies to the spiraling, spiraling value of U.S. subprime mortgages before the 2008 crash. I'll stop right there. The 2008 crash was caused by government regulations. It was caused by government interference incentivizing garbage loans. Yes. That's, that's one reason. That's one of many reasons. People like to blame it on the borrowers, but it was the institutions and it was the Fed and it was the corporations that did that. And this is a Sir John Kuhnleaf. I hope I said that right or maybe not. Said that there was a danger of financial markets could be rocked in a few years by an event of similar magnitude. So let me get this straight. <laughs> And this is somebody who is a Bank of England deputy, somebody who's uh, been around. This is He has played a central role in monitoring cryptocurrencies over the recent years as an advisor to the G20's Financial Stability Board and the central bank's overarching advisory board, the Geneva-based Bank of International Settlements. Hmm. You see, folks, um, they fear you having sovereignty over your currency, they have a global game. It's a game of monopoly run by monopolists with monopoly money. <laughs> and guess what? If you're saving the monopoly money, then you're buying into this very system. They hate private cryptocurrency. They want you to have a controlled cryptocurrency, like mm -hmm. a central bank digital currency, which you need to absolutely reject, which there's no need for. Again, I just touched on the fact I don't think I need a, do we need a government to have a currency? Maybe they should nope. just be on the gold. They, we don't need them to issue anything. Maybe they just use the gold standard. Maybe they use private banks to, uh, you know, send us our, send us our notes that's backed by gold. Maybe something like that. But this is another example of the clown show. They're going to blame it on like all the economic strife that they've caused over the last hundred years that's coming to a head. Right. This is just math. This is why, again, you're going to hear the term the Great Reset. It's not something I want, something that Klaus Schwab and the banker set and the people like the CEO of Southwest, the people that join the World Economic Forum. They love this. They want the Great Reset because you'll own nothing and you'll be happy. Right. They don't they don't want you to know that how powerful you really are. You're you're. You're extremely powerful. Every time you partake in a system that's outside of the things they control, they it's like, <laughs> well, it's like if you don't clap for Tinkerbell, right? <laughs> it's it's exactly what it is. And uh, it it's they built an imaginary system. Unfortunately, this imaginary system that they built is very evil. And that's why I do this show. It's why I do what I do, because I don't believe in their system. And they hurt a lot of people. And they they have impoverished. I think about the the you know the greatest generation of Americans. You talk about the World War II and then the silent generation that followed. All those people that paid into Social Security and all their benefits, and then they're on fixed income. And now, because some psychopath banker printed trillions to bail out other criminal friends on Wall Street, they de keep up. they devalued the savings of those people that are on fixed incomes they they're taking away their ability to live you know and so like i was telling a customer today they bought some silver quarters from me and i said you know people talk about having a 15 dollar minimum wage and i'm like well if you go back to 1964 minimum wage and what you got paid is about a dollar 50 right well a dollar 50 in uh 
1965 in 1964 quarters, you know, that meltable silver in there, it's worth about 30 bucks. Yep. Right. So you're what you need sound money. You don't need, you know, the arbitrary uh, control system, central planning. What you need is sound money. Yes. So closing thoughts, Kenzie, before we get out. I, I need to make a correction here because it's been bugging me in chat. Someone said that I indicated that confidence is the only thing that backs up crypto. And they're like, is that right? No, no, no. I've never said that. Confidence is what keeps the U.S. dollar going. There are certain cryptos out there that I would say are backed by nothing. And that is a complete Ponzi scheme or just something backed by confidence. And developers will never uh, give you everything that was in the white paper. Um, but no, not just confidence. That's that's freedom. And don't get me wrong, guys. I love gold and silver. But if Tony moved to India tomorrow and I needed to make a payment to him for something quite large because he had a factory over there and I needed to send Tony the equivalent of $10,000, am I going to do it with gold that'll have extra cost? I've got to ship that to you. The insecurities of moving that across the world or would I rather send him Bitcoin or Ethereum or something? Else? I mean, that makes sense. Limited oh. supply and in, in Bitcoin, the cost would be cheaper. Um, you know, people think that there's not they just haven't looked into crypto. If all you know is Bitcoin, then you haven't looked far enough. Have you heard of Filecoin? Do you know what it does? Do you know its use cases? We live in a data-driven society. I would say that that one's going to do quite well. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited about pretty much all of the crypto space. I mean, I don't like when giant nat multinationals jump in. I don't want a Facebook nah. Libra coin. I, I don't want any no. of that stuff. But I like, <laughs> I, I think that there's something for everybody in the crypto space. Like, you know, I've brought up pirate chain. Um, yes, privacy you know, is important. Privacy is important, um, and security is important. I like Monero. Is another one of the uh, coins. Uh, Cardano's been doing really well. I have a, a client that if I said who it was, you guys would all know who it was that I helped buy some crypto. And mm -hmm. uh, they buy Cardano. Well, um, this is the future stock market. The stock market that you know today is going in the garbage. And as a, if we were to have a free economy, cryptos would be the way to do that. And what they offer is their stock. Like the crypto that you're buying, think of that as buying a stock and wanting that company to succeed. Yeah. And it's a stock that you can use and you can yes. transfer around and you can use that stock even outside of the system. Like you can, yep. I, like I use an Exodus wallet and I like Exodus because, you know, I back it up with a 12 word phrase, right? You do all that stuff that you, you want to keep in your a fireproof safe. Um, I like it. That's <laughs> not tied to an exchange, but I like certain exchanges. Um, I, I, I'm right now, I don't have to be tied to an exchange on most things. Cause you know, my brother's company, Tal Bitcoin, uh, I'm able to buy Bitcoin and most things from him, uh, mm -hmm. if I need them. And, uh, I, today folks, I bought $60 in Bitcoin. Okay. It's not, I mean, I'm not, I'm not a major, I'm not a whale. Okay. I'm just, uh, I'm buying in small amounts and this is what I do. I invest in my own things. You know, I, of course I bought it from my own Bitcoin ATM that's, that's here in the shop, but I, I I'm not, um, not an evangelist, but the, the every day that I wake up and I get kind of closer to the the Great Reset, I'm thankful for for Satoshi Nakamoto, whoever it was, he was, they were, I don't know. 
but I'm really glad because Bitcoin's been very, very good to me. And um, I want to share that information with other people. That's, I know that's what you want to do, too. Mm-hmm. Close, and you want to you, tell people where they can find you because you have another show. You're not just on this sanitized version of your show. <laughs> well, French Files isn't for everybody, but e- YouTube is probably the easiest way to go and find that. It's F R I N G E Files, F I L E S. Um, I remember when I had type you that on, into YouTube. <laughs> when I had you on InfoWars, somebody said, I like that French fries. I like when, yes. I got, when French fries. <laughs> Where would I find her? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, you got a great show, uh, Fringe Files. It's on YouTube, and we need to get you a podcast channel. I keep saying that, and it's been over a year. Uh, and, folks, you can find me, uh, Arterburn.news, the Arterburn radio transmission. Uh, we got some new episodes coming out. Also, um, America Unplugged. I do a show. I can't believe I get to do this. I do a show every week on Rockfin. Uh, called America Unplugged with the great Don Jeffries, author of Hidden History, Crimes and Cover-Ups, The Unreals, uh, and, of course, the magnificent Billy Ray Valentine of the Infinite Fringe. So tune, tune into Rockfin, uh, 11 uh, a.m. Central Time uh, on Saturdays, and uh, you will not be disappointed. Great show, great group of, of guys. We just in- interviewed Cynthia McKinney over there, which was a great interview. Uh, more to come. So we'll be back next week. This has been the Wise Wolf Gold and Crypto Show. Wisewolf.gold. Oh, and check out, by the way, well, I'll leave one more thing before I go. Check out the interview I did. Uh, I was on Charlie Robinson's show, Macro Aggressions. And it was good. I watched it. Did you? Good. I did. Charlie uh, has a magnificent program, and we are sponsoring Charlie's show. You can go to macroaggressions.gold. We'll just take you right back to my website. But um, go check out the interview and check out Charlie's stuff. He's got a new book out called uh, Hypocrisy. Anyway, this has been the Wise Wolf Golden Crypto Show. In a world of fiat reality, the truth is solid gold. See you next week, folks. Take care.